Mindfulness mode takes time for change to happen. Hey, Mindful Tribe, thanks for joining me today. And I wanted to put this right up on top of the show at the beginning, saying I'm heading to San Diego. And that's December 12th when this publishes. I'll be heading to San Diego. And if you're in San Diego and you'd love to meet up, I would love to as well. Maybe you've been on the show. Maybe you're a listener of the show. Hey, connect with me. Send me an email, bruce at mindfulnessmode.com, and we'll connect and get together for a coffee or or hang out. So I'll be here all week in San Diego and heading back on Saturday. So I'm at an event, but I'd love to, to be able to spend time with you. So reach out to me. Again, it's Sunday and I'm sitting down recording my personal episode to you just right here feeling like you are here in the room with me and we're just having a chat and I'm just thinking about peace and how, you know, this this season, whatever you might be celebrating during this season, I'm hoping that you will find some level of peace And, you know, when we think about peace, we can think about a lot of different things. Like, what are we truly looking for? What are we truly looking for in life? And I think a lot of us are looking for happiness. A lot of us are looking for contentment. You know, maybe you're you're looking for joy and bliss. And all of those words, well, you know, we can look them up on a thesaurus and we can we can discover all kinds of things that you might think, hey, I'm looking for that. I'm looking for this. I'm looking for comfort. I'm looking for elation or satisfaction or all kinds of words. But don't you think that we're ultimately looking for peace and contentment? And I think that I think that it's very interesting to go on a search for peace and contentment. But I think whatever word that you've come up with, whether it's bliss or happiness or joy or whatever it is that you're looking for in your life, I think that a lot of those words, the meanings have overlap. And, you know, like when it comes to bliss, for example, I don't think it's normal to try to achieve that blissful feeling at all times. I mean, we all know it's great to experience bliss, but isn't that at the high end of the happiness scale? And then there's contentment and peace and calm, and those words are at a different place on the happiness scale, I think. I believe for most people, being calm and focused is part of being happy. I also think that being calm and focused is part of having inner peace, and that's why I entitled the episode today, Embrace Peace this season. And I just think it's a beautiful thought to think about being able to embrace peace. So during the holiday season, we hear a lot about peace. We notice the word in songs and movies and just as an expression when someone says, you know, they want to experience some peace in their lives. You've probably heard lots of people comment about that. Well, peace comes from within. And as we learn how to find happiness and joy, we start to realize that inner peace is at the root of all the good feelings that we're looking for. 
After interviewing over 750 guests for mindfulness mode, some common themes have started to become obvious, which I think would make sense. One of those themes is that if I'm living with contempt for myself at any level, that negatively affects everything about my life. It certainly affects how I treat others and how good I feel about my life. I can tell you this holiday season, you know, it's been... It's just been such a pleasure to be around my wonderful wife, Darlene, who, you know, she loves Christmas and she takes time to do all the special things that mean a lot to her around Christmas. And that is taking the time to decorate and put meaningful decorations up around the house. And she's, she just, like, you can just feel, or I can feel the level of, joy and happiness she has when she devotes time to this. But she said to me, you know, Bruce, it's really incredible all the different emotions that come up, all the feelings of loss and and the pain. And, and that's because Darlene's lost some really special people. You know, her mom, her father, of course, but special friends as well. One special friend she lost who was so dear to her, she loved angels. And so when she puts up, you know, decorations that are centered around angels, she really thinks a lot about Joanne. And, I mean, there are multiple people, and, and you know, I've lost people too in the last last while. My my dad and my mom and... and uh, Various people in my life have have passed on, and and I think about them at Christmas because I don't know. It's just a time of the year when we reflect on that. I think, and there are certain reminders. And so, I said to Darlene, "Do you mind if I mention in the episode today this feeling that I have from you, this feeling of peace and this feeling of happiness that you really." share and spread and she said no as long as you don't go on too much about it and that's just that's just the way she is that's her personality well well like i said peace comes from within and as we learn how to find happiness and and joy we start to realize that that inner peace is just at the root of all the good feelings we're looking for and i've repeated that statement and i think it's just so important to to think about that. And, you know, I'm sure you've heard people say that, that line about, you know, to truly love others, you have to love yourself. And when I first heard that years ago, I thought it sounded strange. And, I, you know, I realized I'm not the only one who had this reaction. I mean, different people have told me that, you know, love yourself. What's that all about? How do I love myself? People have struggled with that. Whether you call it loving yourself or being positive about who you are or avoiding self-bullying, which we talk about on the show, or, you know, all of these perspectives are similar. To move toward a happier, more peaceful life, it's necessary to start liking yourself or loving yourself, as the phrase indicates. And sometimes we have to chip away at that and do it gradually. Because sometimes we've lived for a long time with contempt toward ourselves. 
Hey, Mindful Tribe, before I move on with the topic, here is a message from my sponsor. And please listen because I appreciate my sponsors so much. And I will be right back with the show. We're back, Mindful Tribe, continuing on with the show. One of the ways to start feeling more positive towards yourself is to feel and show as much compassion as possible in as many circumstances as possible. One of my mantras is centered around seeing everyone and everything with compassion. Seeing everyone and everything with compassion. Well, it's so easy to to feel compassion about family members you love or or even random strangers because you know there hasn't been water under the bridge there hasn't been meanness there hasn't been hate or or cruelty but try having compassionate thoughts about someone who hates you or has inflicted harm on you and that's when it becomes really challenging and and requires a daily practice to just get your head around this whole idea. Once you can start to feel compassion, even towards, well, even towards difficult people and situations, like maybe just start with easier ones and then gradually move it up. You'll you'll start to have more kind thoughts about yourself. If there's someone in the world who does hate you, remember that the hate they hold is is not about you, it's about them. It's, it's within them that there is so much hate and anger and that it's, it's really not about you, even though it may feel like it is. So this is easy for me to say, but it's not as easy to truly grasp and live by this if someone in your life does hate you. A person who holds hate is filled with inner hate themselves and they don't have any idea how to find inner peace and happiness because they're so filled with anger and hate. So let's talk about grief because that's another thing that can be holding us back from from feeling peace this season. Grief can be overwhelming and it can make you feel like there's no hope. And grief has, just has to be embraced and we have to feel and live with that pain for a period of time and experience the darkness that grief brings. Some people are able to sink deeply into their grief and then move on, but sometimes it can take a long time. Now, for some people, not so much, but some people can take months or years to come out the other side. But it is possible to take less time and then be able to move forward. You've heard guests on the show talk about the feeling of pain and moving toward that pain instead of trying to resist it. When you try to resist the pain, it lasts longer and it can be more intense. Zig Ziglar was known to say, what you resist persists. So the more you push against it, the more it just It just builds and grows and persists, like the saying says. During this holiday season, you'll hear all kinds of happy reminders of the season, including like sleigh bells, cheerful song lyrics, partying, happy celebrations. Does all of this happiness make you sad or bring you down? If so, that's not unusual. 
you, you share this trait with hundreds and thousands of people. But notice how you are feeling in your body about this happiness that's going on around you. Does it make you angry? Does it cause hurt and pain somewhere in your body? Narrow down the area of your body where you feel this pain and anguish. Close your eyes and think about the pain and anger in your body that's related to the happiness of the season you're, con- you're constantly being reminded of. Now narrow that feeling down even more. Is it in your neck or shoulders? Is it in your chest? Maybe it's in your gut or your lower back or, or even your knees. Do you feel that aching? Do you feel that pain? Take the time to do a body scan. Go to a safe, quiet place and close your eyes and begin to notice how you feel in each area of your body. Start with your head, your forehead, and your temples. Then move down your body and be aware of any pain or discomfort in each body location. You can repeat this practice until you're aware of where the most pain resides in your body. If you meditate, this can be part of your meditation practice. You'll become more and more aware of where the most pain and anger resides in your body. So allow yourself to move toward the pain. Embrace what your body is experiencing and focus on it. To help you be more compassionate in your life, I recommend listening to my interview with James Cruz. He's a poet and storyteller who's had many challenges in his life. His last name is C-R-E-W-S. That's James Cruz. No matter how cruel people were to him, he worked on being compassionate. His episode on Mindfulness Mode is called The Path to Kindness, and you can find it at mindfulnessmode.com slash 756. It's episode 756. Another interview I recommend is How to Live from the Heart with Nanette Hucknell. That's mindfulnessmode.com slash 716. In order to bring more compassion into your life, it's important to live from the heart. And Nanette shared some excellent insight into how that works. If you want more peace and happiness in your life this season, you must be willing to do the work to achieve that peace. It's not just going to come without work. This work includes spending time with yourself. That can mean meditation, long walks in nature, nurturing a journaling practice, or embracing the arts like painting or songwriting. It could be a combination of a lot of those things. It's also important to put effort and energy into being good to others. Show your compassion through kindness and generosity. There's always something positive and kind you can do for another human or another living being. Take the time to do at least one solid act of kindness every day. Some days you'll do far more than one act of kindness, but this can be a great practice. But as I said, this takes work, it takes commitment, and it requires a fairly consistent focus on compassion. Don't expect your world to change immediately. It takes time. It takes time for change to happen. But once you start taking action and putting effort into being a more caring individual, you'll begin to realize that you have more peace and more contentment within yourself. 
Spend time with others who have this sense of peace that I'm talking about. You'll experience this in animals as well as humans. Other beings can be very calming and comfortable to be around, or some can have the opposite effect. Put some effort into being around those who are calm and peaceful, and you'll start feeling more calm and peaceful as well. As we move through December, I just wish you the very deepest level of peace that you can possibly achieve. Whatever peace means to you. It may be happiness, a form of bliss, a feeling of calmness or focus. But more than anything, I wish you peace. Hey, Mindful Tribe, thanks for listening to this episode. And I just want to ask you, as you look around this holiday season and you're seeing all the all the decorations and you see bright colored lights and you hear the music, and do you wonder why you're feeling empty and alone? And of course, that's what our topic was today, basically about finding peace and finding happiness. Well, this season can be such a change for many people, and it can be because of what you've gone through, because of traumas. Maybe you don't even know what those things are that have caused you to feel so empty and so hollow at this time of year. But you know what? If you're experiencing issues with self-blame and self-forgiveness, you're struggling, you don't know why you're so unhappy, well you know what? Hypnosis can help. And I've been helping people through hypnosis for a couple of years now. And I just absolutely have so much, um, just so much appreciation for what this tool can do. It's just incredible how quickly it can help people and how people can transition into a completely different place. Like I said, quite quickly. Now, maybe you're blaming yourself for the way you're feeling and for the pain that you feel. Well, hypnosis can help you transition back to a place of peace and happiness. And, you know, I, I just want to mention a couple of my uh, clients who have given me permission to, to mention on the show, you know, what their experiences were. And Natalia, one of my past clients, said to me this, quote, she said, During our sessions, Bruce safely and gently took me to the sacred place where I felt confident and vibrant again, where I discovered a new and happy Natalia. So that was just that was just wonderful to work with Natalia. And another thing she said, she said, with two gentle hypnosis sessions, I've learned that I am capable of self-forgiveness, asserting my truth, and keeping my boundaries. And that's only one of my clients. And I've had so many clients that have just really been able to transition to a beautiful place a beautiful place so if you want to transition and help yourself maybe you're feeling stuck maybe you're feeling as though you know there's almost no hope well put the word transition in the subject line and send me an email bruce at mindfulnessmode.com and let's get on a zoom call and let's let's just have a free Let's get on a free Zoom call and talk about what can be done, how I can work with you potentially, and what can be done to move you to a new place. Because you can. Don't give up hope. 
do believe that you can be in a better place. And sometimes you just need somebody else that you trust and feel good about to help you transition to that place. And if I'm the person to work with you, connect with me, let's talk, let's figure out what can be done. So with that, take what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode.